It do be doing. Welcome back, everybody. Another little hiatus. Hiatus with a one, uh, one mic setup yet again. <laughs> hey, if it works, it works. Got to get it done somehow. Still, still got to keep pumping out the content. There's, yeah. There's the obligations we have to you people to keep the content up. I will say, we are just through the money that you guys have been so gracious to give us. We are a quarter of the way to the soundboard and mic setup uh, that we want. So we're we're getting there, thanks to you guys. Yep. Um, unfortunately, we're still just with this right now, um, but we, we just want to keep getting that content out to you guys, like we said. And eventually, we'll be back to the normal, good-sounding podcast that you guys have semi-actually come used to, because the production level has gone up a tiny bit well, since we started. Speaking on you guys. There's also some really big news. If you were in the watch-along on Saturday, you already heard. But if not, thanks to all your guys' support, sharing, liking, subscribing, doing all that kind of stuff, we have actually gotten the opportunity to join a network, a podcast network, I believe is the name of it. They do a lot of NFL stuff already. They have uh, a podcast for every team in the league, I believe. And... They're trying to start up and grow an MLS podcast following, so they've reached out to us. Zach probably has a little more information on it, but yeah, uh, we we got reached out to about two months ago, two and a half months ago. There we go. Uh, we had a call with with some people. We've talked to some people over there. Uh, they're really excited to start working with us. We're really excited to start working with them. Um, and it just kind of gives us the opportunity to monetize our content a little bit, but still keep the same quality and then eventually bring more quality to the content for you guys, whether it's through fan reacts, uh, or even the podcast or Patreon videos, which if you're not subscribed to $3 a month, come on, I don't know. Um, yeah, but, uh, now that we're partnered with them, uh, we do have a little ad to run, so we're going to cut to that really quick. It's only like a minute. You're, you're fine. You're chilling. Um, and uh, we'll be back after that. Ad. Bet Online is your number one source for all your championship finals info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA and Stanley Cup finals. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs, from basketball and hockey to MLB, UFC, and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get to your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get into the action today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V. Again, B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts thanks again yeah. to our sponsors bet online we really appreciate that please make sure you guys are checking all the stuff that you need to do check it out on there use that code and make sure that if you are participating in the gambling you do that responsibly we and are not responsible for you losing money so don't hit on my dms talking about i lost money and be of age yeah make sure yeah. you're you're following all your local age. restrictions and regulations and requirements Please make sure that you are 18 years old or 21, not... No, it's... 21, right? 
<laughs> don't know. Don't gamble if you don't know. Look it up. You got Google for a reason. So if you're like, I want to gamble, but I'm only 19. <laughs> but it's 21. <laughs> don't do it. Well. Nice. Way to change the camera. Well, fuck you. You know what we should have gambled on is the boys taking home three fucking points on Saturday. Oh, it was an away match. You should have known. Well, we should have known. Everybody yeah, but known. I mean. I think I predicted a 2-1 win. No, you two, said 3-1. Three, three, one. Three, three, one. Yeah. So close, you were close. close. I I th- we all we all were none of us I think said that we were gonna keep a clean sheet. I said two nil. He said you two said two nil. nil. Uh, Red Bulls are just in such a shambles right now. They had that little new manager bounce after they got rid of Jared Struber, but phew, I don't know what's going on Orange. with that club right now. In shambles and a man down. Yeah, that didn't help either. That was a stupid second yellow, horrific. Like. I feel like it was semi yellow, semi not, but it's just the fact that it was. Can't he pulled them down. When you're already on a yellow, yeah, you can't put you yourself know. in that position. Especially in the same, it, well, right out of half, right? I mean, it was like 47, 48. And, he, right? and it was a late yellow in the first half. So, so it's like. 15 minutes of play. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that just kind of summarizes where the Red Bulls are at. Absolutely. I don't. I mean, you expect every time you go there, or even play them at home, you expect a team that's going to press, be up in your face, high, high line, fast. You know. They did for a little bit at the beginning of the first half. Kinda. Then we figured it out. But finally. We actually, yeah, no, we did break the press well. Yeah. We broke the press. They didn't press well. Well, yeah. They had, you know, their striker was running around, their wingers were up the field, but as soon as you got past that first line, there was nobody backing up that press. I mean, the amount of times that we passed the ball across the face of goal, and I remember all of us sitting there just literally like... Yeah. Yeah. So, not taking anything away from the team's performance, obviously. They went out there, they did their thing, they got three points, as you expect to do against a team in the situation that Red Bulls is in, so... No unpleasant surprises, and everybody stayed healthy. So, that's a good win in my book. Successful away trip. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like on the first goal, it really, like, showed us how we, like, ended up breaking down their press mm-hmm. or whatever they were trying to do. I think it was Robin passed it into uh, Araujo, maybe. And Araujo yeah, just found a quick outlet to uh, Cartagena. Nice. And he just slotted it out wide to Angulo, and he did the rest. Can we talk about the composure on that finish real quick for him to be able to switch it over, Yeah. not take the shot right away, and then slot it home? He sent that man Yeah, he sat that boy down. Ocean. That's the one thing I think that we've been missing from Angulo's game is that little lack of composure. To finish a shot or to finish a chance like that, we've seen him have – pretty good opportunities that he just hits either straight at the keeper not enough pace whatever it is so it's like it's really refreshing to see him you know kind of build on that mm-hmm. that lack of you know finishing that we've been missing from him yeah he's always we've we've said it a lot all of us say it he does too much mm-hmm. sometimes yep. you know so especially when trying to work out of the back or right defense the third yeah so it was good to see, even in the attacking third, in the final third, we see him in the box all the time, and it's always an extra dribble, an extra touch, rather than just taking the shot or making the pass. Mm-hmm. 
tries to beat one more man, and it's this time he was able to beat the man and then didn't do too much, just slotted it home. Yeah, it was nice to see. And then he even had the composure on his assist to get past, was it Lewis Morgan? Mm-mm. It was uh, it was a guy they got from Cincinnati, I feel like. Frankie Amaya. Yeah, that's who it they, was. He got, had the pace to get past Frankie Amaya and then find, pick up his head, find the pass to Facundo, who was just chilling in the 18. And then Facundo even put it away. If that was five years ago and it was Carlos Rivas sitting there, we all know where that's going. Right. But now Facundo, I, he's semi-finding form now I'd say and then if, so if, if both of them can keep this up then we finally have a competent competent attack but yeah. then we come home and we could just see the return of 6.2 6.3 rated yeah. Facundo and Ivan Angulo yet again I feel like uh, Facundo spent more time like out wide like he found like more spaces out wide and then when we were like playing up the field on the opposite side they weren't like marking him well enough because he was like playing more out wide. So on that set or second, third, third goal, the one where Angulo just slotted third across, there was pretty much no one marking him because he was playing so wide on that right side. So I feel like they weren't expecting him to be in that position. Well, he was playing on the wing. Well, usually he plays on the wing, but then he plays. He starts, he, he starts to cut yeah. in. Yeah. No, he did. He took up good spaces. So that's what I was gonna say. We, we've got to talk about Facundo for a little bit because <clears throat> him and I, Zach and I, benched him in our eleven. Mm. We were talking about it before the watch along and stuff. He hasn't been in form. He hasn't been playing well. He's been doing things decently well, but it's not like he's contributing to our attack as much as we would like to see. So I was saying it's time to sit him on the bench for a game. Everybody sometimes needs that reset. Just give him that reset, let him come off the bench, make an impact in the game that way. He shut my ass up. Yeah. I think part of that uh, comes from this quote that he had uh, post-match. That uh, was Facundo saying uh, this. Oscar and his staff convinced me of all the hard work uh, that's done day in and day out of the club. And when I first started, he gave the freedom to play where I felt the most comfortable. But now I know where he... Uh, where he exactly wants me to play, and there's a stronger bond with the team. So we're seeing a stronger bond with the team, according to Facundo. Uh, Oscar's finally letting Facundo play with the freedom and not try to restrict him. If Ojeda is now a player that comes off the bench and has a spark and an impact, or if Ojeda just sticks out wide and Facundo has that free roam role in the middle, then I think we could see our attack get back in form. But it's just the fact that it's taken this long to find something that's worked. Albeit away and at Red Bulls, if we did the same thing to, let's say LAFC came here again, came here and played in Orlando and we were trying to play that same way, maybe it doesn't work out. But I'm glad to finally see something in the attack work and just kind of, we score goals, basically. Yeah. Um, it's definitely frustrating. It's been frustrating up until this point with this team. But you could see that Miami game, truthfully, kind of was like a turning point for this team. That game and every game after, I feel like we've seen a different squad than we saw at the beginning of the season. We haven't lost since, right? Because it was Atlanta, draw, draw. and now we just won. <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, NYC, draw. 
Right, that was right yeah, before. Yeah, five unbeaten right now. Was NYC before Miami? Yeah. Or after? It was a game so, before. Right, yeah, five unbeaten, you said? Yeah. All right, there you go, yeah. So we've kind of seen a different drive, a different hunger from this team since that game. <clears throat> but obviously it's not all there yet. We dropped frustrating points against Atlanta with a late equalizer before the Miami game. Frustrating points dropped with NYC with a late equalizer. How many times? So it's it's getting there. It's not there yet. But, hey, I mean, I guess we got time to do it because we could just pull an NYCFC and just finally get hot right at the playoffs and win the cup, you know? We've seen that countless times, too. In MLS, it's just you get hot at the right, right. moment mm-hmm. and you just carry that into the postseason. Well, we got nine playoff spots. Oh, yeah. This, well, eight, eight and nine. Nine, eight and nine play for in. the last one. Yeah. And then, so it's technically eight playoff spots with the, the two play-ins. And everyone gets end. a home game. It's so stupid. That's that everyone gets a home game. Yeah, it's the best out of three. Yeah. Home away. I home. forgot about that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yep, best of three series at each round of the playoffs. Uh, is the final? Tell me the final. No, it's just, just the, one. it's just the first round is the best. Uh, oh, third. I thought okay, it was, was the second and third too. I think it's just the really. First. Yeah. Does one play? Eight? Uh, one plays uh, a winner of the play-in. Yeah. So, that's something we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but we've talked about it amongst ourselves. It's completely taken away the home field advantage. Yep. Of you know finishing in the top half of the table. Because yeah, now it's like, fuck it, we can finish ninth and we'll still have a home playoff game. Well, they just fully Americanized the playoffs. Because like, even in the NBA, you get one playing the eight, eight seed, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Heat have done whatever they have done this year. But they got hot at the right time. Yeah, <laughs> Heat hot, nice. Um, but most of the times you don't see the eight going through on the one seed. But the one seed still gets that four home game three away game advantage. Yeah. So And usually a buy in the first round. Do they get a buy in the first round? The first seed in the NBA does. Yeah. I just haven't paid attention <laughs> to the NBA. In the NBA, the NFL, I feel like Yeah. It's just and then, yeah. It's all across all American so sports. So make make one to buy, forget the play in. Make two play nine, one play or three play eight, etc. etc. Or just leave it how it was. Or or don't <laughs> just don't, don't have, have the playoffs. Playoff. Yeah, uh, that's a crazy thought. Just win the fucking league, yeah, and just, you win the league. That's just never gonna happen. Uh, oh, so countless other tournaments for that bull crap. Yeah, uh, I mean, you might as well just have it. The winner of the East plays the winner of the West, and the winner of that just wouldn't that be just so much easier rather than having to do nine teams on each conference played three playoff games. I could see that going over better here than just doing a league title like for points you know like what our supporter shield is now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What realistically in football should be the more prominent trophy. Yeah. Yeah. But I could see that going over better here in America doing like a top of the east top of the west and that's you know that's who Mm -hmm. plays for your MLS Cup. Even if you just take it down to two playoff spots on each side, so it's kind of like a, a promotion relegation mm-hmm. playoff, except it's just 
top two in the West, top two in the East. One from the West plays two, two from, from the, the East. east and yep. what? There's so many better ways to do it than what is going on right now. Oh, but it just got better, bud. <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's, ass it did. It's just got oh, better. Oh, yeah, because we need a home and away game. That's what oh, we yeah. need. Shit. <laughs> we might. I mean, if we went at home, we're going through because we're winning on the road. I was going to say, truthfully, it works out in Orlando's favor because... Just get a lower seed. We'll just get a lower seed. We'll play two away games. We'll be good. Maybe that's what Oscar's doing. He's just keeping us mid-table. We sit in that seven-seed spot, and we're fine. We don't got to play We don't gotta play one first round. We just play two or three, and we're chilling. We play away, home, and then away. Yeah. And you got two games right there, both away. Boom. Unless you're playing, like, Philly or something at home. Well, they're actually, they're on the bins this year, too. So it is, see, that, that that's so frustrating because it's like, if you finish in the top, I'm talking about the home away home. Like, each team is guaranteed a home game. Yeah. Like, if you finish in first, it should be home home. I was going to say home home away. And then if you last, you know, you draw or you you win one of those games, you lose one of those games... As the lower rank seed, kind of you've fucked, earned uh, that home game. But as a, the uh, first seed that has pretty much won the league, you should have your decider I'll be at home. Say, yeah, no, think about it. You should decide it in the first two games if you're playing the ninth seed and you're the first seed. No, home away home. See, I, I, I get it why they're doing it, but realistically, if you're the first seed and you want your advantage and you're that you're a better team... You should win that in the first two games. You should, yeah. But it's also the MLS, one of the more uh, like unpredictable leagues. So or crazy thought, just do what every other soccer slash footballing tournament does and just do one home, one away. Yeah, aggregate. All right. Away goals coming back, too. In, in our <laughs> oh, no. CONCACAF didn't get rid of them for... Uh, what's it called for the Champions League? So, Champions Cup now it is. Did they actually change? I swear, it? I swear down. It just happened today. Nice. All right. Yeah. American football, baby. I made uh, this notes list on my phone, and I called it Alk Thoughts because I have <laughs> thoughts. Like oh, you get okay. thoughts when you drink, right? Yeah. Uh, and the first and only one in there right now is push USL to start Pro-Rel to prove that it will succeed to MLS. Can we see what time that was made at? <coughs> How do I do that? 4.23 a.m. <laughs> um, USL. They're, they've already set it up. They got the championship, League 1 and League 2. So if they're going for that, why not just like be your own separate entity, as they already are, and then put promotion relegation in there, and then so we have an example of it working in American football. It's fucking Don Garber, bro. He's he has nothing do to do with the MLS. It's the, what the hell? Or he has nothing to do with the USL. Sorry. Yeah, he doesn't, but he's just never gonna. So take get him that out of power. <laughs> I feel it's like not just him, have, And yeah, and it's all the owners that's exactly. paying fucking five hundred million to get a you, expansion you, team. You see all these lists of some of the most profitable MLS clubs in the world, or clubs in the world, MLS clubs are in the top 25. LAFC is like one of the top 10 
most profitable footballing clubs in the world. Like, we're talking about Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, Man United. I don't know if it's top Madrid. 10. No, I've, I'm pretty sure it was. Somewhere high like, up. Yeah, but... So, yeah. you know what I mean? The, the profitability of it is the fact that the, it's a zero-risk investment. You're getting something back. I'd like... Not a zero-risk investment. It's a low-risk investment because of the fact that you're not going to risk investing all this money, getting relegated, and now losing half of your investment. But that's just so. Yeah, that's the argument for not having it here because you have all these owners. But if like the USL buy-in or whatever their current setup is mm-hmm. to get a team is obviously a lower price than the MLS. So if you just start saying, "Look, if you want to buy in," if no, you should really not have the buying. But if you want to work your way into USL, mm. you're having this risk of uh, being relegated. And then you got to figure out where you go from League 2, or League 2 is just the, the cutoff and no one gets relegated from there. But I, I just think if you want to try it, it's the USL or the NASL. And I don't think the NASL has enough pull, enough fans, enough attendance, enough money in it to even do that. So that USL is the, the perfect middle ground to then start to try to show that it can work here. Yeah. I mean, as a fan, of course, you want to see Pro-Rel. It makes a more competitive game. I'd be more intrigued to watch USL matches. But does it create a more competitive game? I mean, yeah. In the long run, yes, because you now have teams rather than, you know, the whole, um, what's it called, tank mentality. You can't do that. Otherwise, you miss out on a ton of money. You miss out on everything, right? You go down to the USL, it's you're not getting the same profit that you do in the MLS. Whereas I feel like that's where in American sports you have, you know, you you see in the past where teams have been just so bad, no one wants to see them. And whereas you know you get people coming up from the USL and whatnot, it's just more entertaining in the long run. Right. Yeah. I just I just feel like really at the end of the day it's. There's a lot of money in MLS, and if you even go down one tier, say you get relegated, your fucking investment is probably more than halfway gone. Well, so it's convincing all the teams in the MLS to do it. And yeah. if you go down from the MLS and you started here and you paid $500 million and you go down to the USL, you're going to lose a fucking shit ton of money. So, like in England, you have... Fucking Sheffield Wednesday and like Burnley, all these big clubs that have been in the Premier League. I just and you what you go from fucking Orlando City down to Indy Eleven. But they're building like a billion dollar park. Okay, well maybe it was a bad example. Fucking. <laughs> uh, you go down there and play with the Rowdies. There we go. The Rowdies or the Rowdies, fucking yeah. Armada. Armada yeah, the fuck they are. So going back to your um your financial thing out of the top 30 um what is it top 30 most valuable soccer teams MLS teams have 7 out of the 30 most so valuable teams yeah so pretty much close to third highest one is um LAFC in 17th with a billion dollars so just value. under 15 that's Galaxy crazy. right under them with just over 900 mil so one other thing on this while we're talking about it, I wanted to go back to the point where you said it makes it more competitive league in the long run. So I would have to say I disagree with that because now look at any top six league in the world. So 
Premier League. Who's won the league the past? Uh, yeah, City. Who in La Liga? Who wins the league every year? It's either Barcelona or Madrid. Sometimes Atletico, but not really. You look at Syria. Who always wins the league? It's either Inter, AC, Napoli, now more parity in there. So you're talking about three teams. Looking at the MLS, in the past couple of years, we've had LAFC, New York City, Columbus, Seattle, Atlanta, Toronto. Uh, Portland was in the not didn't win that one. I don't think. SKC won it in like 2013. SKC. Galaxy won it twice in that time. Colorado's won it. Yeah. So you're talking... In a league like this, without the promotion and relegation, we have created a very competitive environment where it can be to any team can win it. That's my only concern. If now, especially with the owners that we already have in place across the league, Mm. if we were to to put promotion relegation in place, the teams like Galaxy... Like, I mean, they went in the mud. No, I'm not, I'm sorry. I'm talking about LAFC, Nashville, Austin. These teams that have just come into the league with big money. Uh, we have big money now. Miami has big money. NYCFC's got big money. So you have almost like a a big six, like you do in the Prem. Big seven now in the Prem. And they're no, going to distance themselves now. from the rest of the league because you don't have owners at, say... Colorado that are willing to invest in that club like you have owners like Brighton over in the Premier League that are willing to invest to try to build. But you in in the states in the MLS that we have, we have these caps that we have, right? We have, you know, the whole TAM game. Um, Exactly. Right, so that you can't get to the level that, you know, you see a Man City at right now, uh, United, all those top six teams. So there's there's more leeway with that than you have at, let's say, mm-hmm. European clubs. So you think that stays with promotion relegation? If you stay up, I don't see a change in your profit. Uh, unless you go down to the USL, you will see No, I'm just dramatic. talking about salary caps and stuff like that. You think that would stay with promotion relegation? It, it could, it couldn't. Me, as it an owner, if I were to own a club, you're not going to tell me how much money I can spend on my club if there's a, if there's a chance that I could get relegated down. Oh, there's FFP. Like, exactly. you're not going to sit there team. here with all this TAM, GAM, DP, all that yeah, kind of stuff. So you wash away all that. So you're just going to put a salary cap like you do in all the other leagues across Europe, you know what I mean, where there's there's financial fair play, but it's not the same. I feel like it, FFP is something else because, like, like, unless you're the person that set up FFP, you don't know how it works. I, it I thought just, it was pretty much like you can only spend how much you bring in. I thought that's the, so then, that's the basis of it, pretty so much. So then you see Man City. They have 114 alleged breaches. Because mm-hmm, they don't bring in as much as they spend, which yeah. is why they have those charges. So this this has been going on for how long now? They've been investigated for how long? I don't know. It's, I don't know how it works. The whole thing over there is but fucked. But. That's just a question that I have, because... I could see it from the perspective of an owner being like, "I'm not going. You're not going to limit me to three DPS and all this kind yeah, of stuff." No, you get rid of that. It's like if you're telling me that there's a chance that I get rele- relegated down and I lose my investment, that's not gonna. You know, I'm going to invest what I can to make sure that I continue to make my money. Mm-hmm. I think we've uh, <laughs> we've talked we about topic, yeah. that for long enough. Should we get into well? Top two, bottom one? Yeah.
down with that. Down with that. Yeah, I feel like the top two are pretty blatant, obvious. Facundo Angulo for me. I'd put Angulo and then Facundo. Oh, yeah, interchange, whatever. I'm giving a shout to Cartagena. That man has good. been fucking nice for us. You said he's on loan with option? To yeah. buy? Yes, with option. What's the buy option? You know how much? No. <laughs> Honestly, not enough couple, at this point. A couple hundred. I'm going to look that up really quick. Oh, yeah. Should I just keep mine then? Yeah. Heard. Um, I I wanted to change it up, but two goals for Facundo, Angulo goal and assist. I'm going to give an honorable shout-out to Kyle Smith based on his recent performances. I think he's played really well. Um, Put some respect on the man's name. That is Kyle Smith Inyo. Facts. He's <laughs> he's actually looked really good. Sometimes being inverted, putting a ball in. How do I look up Wielder Cartagena and I get H. Paniotu, a second striker that plays for Aldershot? Hey. Did you spell it wrong? Does that, does, does that look like Wielder Cartagena? That's what Wielder Cartagena So do you think when Mikey Holiday comes back, uh, Smith stays in there, or do you think Mikey gets the job back? Honestly, I think right now, I said it before, play the hot hand, right? Kyle's got a good run of performances going. Why, why change it, if anything? Give him, a, give him a little bit of time to react to the team, reintegrate, do all, you know, get back into training and stuff. Do you think you could see a situation in where maybe Petrasso was listed as questionable last week? If he's not fully healthy, do you think we could see a, a holiday right back, Smith left back situation? No. Santos has done nothing wrong. That's another job in the past, what, four or five games? I mean, or you haven't he, you haven't said his name in a while, and that's a good thing for He gave up a – he had a bad pass that led to a goal, but he made Miami. up for it with the, the strike in Miami. Other than that, I think he's played pretty well. I think he's coming into the team. He's kind of growing into the team and his role and all that kind of stuff, so – He's looked good. No, I, th- I mean, I think Mikey is going to come back and he's going to slowly get back into the team. We start waiting to see Kyle Smith start dropping for him a little bit, so maybe not affecting the game as much. Mm-hmm. And that's when we'll see him come back into the team. At least that's my opinion on it. Bottom one? Yeah. Uh, i got to look. I'm, I'm giving it to the ref. For not giving that guy straight red to what he did to Facundo. What was that? That was the one he got the yellow late on in the game. Forgot what happened, but it was like a Oh, yeah, he made him, he threw an elbow out or yeah. something like uh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was filthy. That was stupid. Uh, I'm, uh, unless you got someone. I was going to say, I'm looking at, at Mo right now. He has one of two successful dribbles. Uh, 0-3 accurate long balls, two passes into the final third, 28 touches. Uh, I was honestly going between him or Kara, just because we saw what it's just the fact that we saw yet another Kara game as to where he was just kind of there. But I think Mo, if you're, I guess he sat back a little bit. Facundo pressed up, but if you're going to be a kind of creative playmaker that we've come to know Mo as, and we know he's on the decline a little bit. Then you got to do a little bit more than what he did that match. Um, so I'm going to go with him just so I don't get more hate for saying Kara. I'm going to go with Kara. And not to say that he had a 
bad performance. I would say that it was the least effective on our overall win. He didn't. He had the least impact, I guess I could say, on that. You know, it's not that he performed bad. It's just not wasn't his, his wasn't his day. Didn't get a ton of service, but to be to be fair to him, he did have a lot more touches than he usually. Did. Oh yeah, twenty seven total, three uh, three passes into the final third. So he was involved in the game, but he wasn't affecting it in yeah. any way. Well, he kind of did. With what? He made that second yellow happen. He beat him, and the guy just pulled him down. Fair. All right, yeah. So well, he affected ball. it somewhat, but... So the long ball, or the ball was played into the right spot. He was able to get on the ball. You know, he showed his 99 pace <laughs> and 99 strength to get past the defender. Yes. I'm not hating on the guy. I don't want you to take it that way, Bryce. I know I'm it's not, your favorite, I'm not your favorite person way. in the world. As soon as I said his name, you're like, uh, no. But well, I can see why people would say that. Yes. Truthfully, like he was involved in the game and he didn't impact it really in a positive way. So, not that he had a bad performance. He was just not the probably the least Impactful. performing player yeah. on our team. Dave, um, I honestly, I really do agree with Kanata. Um, he didn't have a bad game. He just didn't have a great game, did he? Um, Duncan came on. He did well. He almost had an assist. I forget who he laid the ball off to, but he still didn't impact the game as much as I want to see from him either, though. Who Duncan? Duncan. Yeah. Well, well I mean, he on? came on in the 63rd minute. Is that in between second and third goal? That in, yes, it is. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it wasn't the greatest performance from either of our strikers, really. But I mean, between Mo and Carr, I don't think you have a bad pick for bottom one. Can Neither I had. can I say that? I think was Kyle our lowest rated player or second or tied? Kyle and Mo. Mo both six point fours. Yeah, but I don't feel like Kyle had a six four. No, I, I think don't think he did anything that like anyone else did. Bring him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he didn't do anything crazy to bring his score up, and I think you know he it did just enough defensively to not get, you know lose majority of his duels or anything like mm-hmm. that. So also almost had a goal. One went one like. Two or three feet wide. So that's towards the beginning. On the shot. That was the beginning of the game, right? Oh, uh, I think so. Yeah. That we all were like, ooh, and then Kyle's on wide. another tear. Yeah. Bryce, did you say yours? Yeah. The ref. No, no, the ref. ref. But your actual. The ref. But the but the actual is it this just because you don't want to say car? The fucking line judge. <laughs> Should say the Red Bulls coach that got sent off. Red Bulls coach. The center So in Orlando New City York player, in general. I want to hear you say it. Say it, a bad player. Hmm. No, what you saying a bad player is just the lowest rated the lowest player. rated player on our team. Which was? I don't think Mo had a great game. <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah. R is point two points above Mo. Well, I said Mo, so don't look at me. I'm about to change mine to Car because these two said it, so I can get away with not getting hate now. Do it. No. Um. We play Colorado this weekend. Yeah, we do. They Ooh. just got out of last place in the West. Who? No. I think they're second to last. Col- no. Yeah. No, yeah. They have a team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, still, somehow, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have a guy on a red, too. And four injuries. So if we're not. I'm sorry, if there's a home game to continue this form, it is against the second to last place team in the West. It's got to be. Yeah. 
I feel like we just came out of the toughest stretch of games of our entire season. Yeah, well, you got the three rivalry matches. Uh, Red Bulls at this point, yeah. It's but still a team. Three rivals that are all pretty decent mm-hmm. in the span hell. of 10 days. What? Fucking hell, boys. What? So after Colorado, we lose Facundo, Pedro, and Cartagena. Yeah, really. And we play New England and Philly. Yeah. So, like, can we get on schedule and just take off for international break? No. It's just crazy, so right? fucking stupid. No, because we got to jam in this whole fucking new nation oh, cup or one. whatever the fuck it is. Nations L- League's Cup. League's Cup. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Yep. Have to take a whole month off of league football for. But back to Colorado. They have not won a game since. Holy shit. May 6th. And that was LA Galaxy. They will yeah. also be without their starting left back, or at least in their last game. What's his name? Moise Bombido. He was sent yeah. off That's in the game against San Jose. So And Diego Rubio. They won't have him. Is he out from injuries? Ankle injury mid-June. Uh, Jack Price will be out too. Oh, he tore his Achilles. Or Achilles 10. That sucks. So they're an already battered uh, Colorado team that we should take advantage of and come out with three yeah. points. They're ranked 28th in goal scored. Or so there's really no excuse for goal us. Goal scored per match. There's no excuse for us this week then against one of the worst teams in the MLS, you'd say right now? Yeah. At home? This is the game to start finding our home form, I would say. Yeah. To, to your point of them being ranked 28th in goal scored per match with 0.8 goals per game, it says they're ranked 3rd in big chances with 27 big chances created. Yeah. So they create a lot of chances, but can't finish for shit. That sounds familiar. Of Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so, so that's why this is a team that we can't fall asleep on, because they can create shit. They can create chances, and Orlando City's luck. It'll be their day when they come to town to play us. It's yep. always their day. So it can't be a team that we go to sleep on because they suck. Because you know who else sucked? Charlotte. Yeah. And DC last year. DC. Oh. Every year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, we cannot go and be lax. Like like you said, this has to be a game for us to continue to build on. It should be. I know it's a stretch, but this should be like a 5 0 thrashing. And if we can do that, and that kind of that jump starts our season, like the Miami one did. But this could be an extra boost that we just picked out of nowhere and beat a four team at home. Because that's what it should be. We play four teams at home, it should be three points. Yeah. But we're the worst team at home. I, in the East, at least. I can see us going up early ish. But, but after that, I need us to score the fucking second goal. Yeah. Because after that, I think we can score five. Has to go down. Everyone, everyone on Colorado but, just. If we let them fucking hang in the game like we do every single team we play here. Pretty fucking bad. So Colorado still does have Kevin Cabral. uh, Who? And Jonathan Lewis up top. So they still do have players that can score up top. um, But Cabral's very inconsistent. Finishing isn't fully there. Jonathan Lewis is Jonathan Lewis. But the rest of the team is just... 
Chambers. Yeah, they don't have a left back. They usually play four four two. So unless they have a backup left back that they're gonna that they trust to start, we could see something different from them. They're playing a different formation. They're not comfortable coming into Orlando. I really don't see why this isn't an easy three nil win. Realistically, I said five nil earlier, but I don't know. Back to back three nil wins. One at home, get the crowd back into it. It should be that. So for all the reasons that you just listed... That's why we're losing. ...is why it could not be. Because if you come into a game like this with that mentality, you will lose. You have to come into a game like this, you have to look at this team as somebody who's fighting to get their, their situation right. Somebody that at any point in time could turn their entire season around. Somebody that's coming here to knowing that we are the worst home team in the, in the East. Coming here trying to swipe points from us. Someone that's going to be coming here as a dogfighter and, and try to just upset us is really what, what they're going to come here and do. They're going to try to upset our rhythm, make sure that we can't progress the ball, and try to create chances. Like That's what they're going to try to do. So you looked at it from that perspective, but when I was just going through what I said before that, in my mind, I'm thinking, holy shit, we could go out there, have fun, play a game, play tough and physical, set the precedent, the wall will get behind you, mm-hmm. play and have fun. Oh, absolutely. So I'm not saying go out go out there and play and have fun, but you can never underestimate the easy. opponent. Yeah, don't bring your level down, but go out there and play your game. Do what you saw or do what you did against Red Bulls because they, they had that front-line press, but then we could get through them pretty easily after that. I feel like Colorado won't even have that front-line press. They might just try to sit back and counter, or they might take the game to us because they know we're shit at home. There's but no way that should happen. Like it shouldn't. Our attack when like when the wheels start going, we're fucking dangerous. Like, I don't think we realize how dangerous we could be. And I feel like these last couple games, you know, with Miami, Atlanta, not the best result, but for a while we look dangerous. New York, we look dangerous, right? Angulo running up the left, Facundo on the right. We could put this game to bed at halftime. It mm-hmm. should be over at half, right? Mm-hmm. Like you say. Um, don't underestimate them. You can still not underestimate them and still come out with a fire, with a fun, you know. Still have that mentality like, we're fucking good, right? Yeah. Have Walk with a little swag, play a little swag. That's that's my opinion on it. Yeah. I, I think it's just, they need to, if we go up, they need to score that second. And I, 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 I think there'll be some weight off their shoulders. I feel like they're just, something about them, they just, I don't even know what the fuck's wrong. They play with the burden at home kind of thing? Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't want to lose this game. How about you just fucking take it to them? You're the better team. You try to over... I don't know if it's Oscar or the players, but they try to overthink it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I kind of noticed something the last home game against Atlanta when it was that it was a late corner in the game right in front of the wall. And it's like... I don't know. They all look kind of nervous. Like, I saw, like, Robin look up at the wall as he was walking back, look down, and just kind of be like, here we go we again. again. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have yelled that loud, and then. What'd you do? He's nervous. Because of me. So oh, you yelled dog. <laughs> no. Huh? <laughs> I was probably yelling at Guzan for being bald or something. But on the other side of the field. Um, I mean, you do no. have to think about that as, like, no. a player, though. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, it goes through your head. There's no <clears> way it doesn't. I, you know. Especially that wall. Like, it's built the way it's built for a reason. And it's like, it's meant to... Intimidate the other team. Intimidate the other team. Make them feel like it's right on top of you. But when you're attacking that goal... So, 
they obviously feel the burden of us not winning at home. You could tell the team they've already they've said it multiple times. They feel that burden, so they have to stop playing with that burden and, like you said, have fun and stuff like that. I just don't want to see us do the classic Orlando City. We're the better team. Let's just kind of pass the ball around. You know, chances will create themselves. We'll find the spaces, and then before you know it, no, you gotta go find them. Yeah, you gotta make them. You know, it'd be nice. It being like three nil at halftime, and I can like enjoy the second half and not have my Apple Watch telling me to sit down. <laughs> That'd well, be great. <laughs> that's also the thing. It was like, yeah, I want the two nil, but I do not want to see this team even remotely stop attacking until we have a three nil because two nil is the most dangerous Dang, scoreline. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Especially at half. It'd be yeah. nice not to be up one nil or two one and walk out of the stadium in the eighty fifth. And have to hold your sweaty. breath for eight minutes, and then because <laughs> last time we didn't even hear it in the state. Or I don't think we heard it in no, the state. We, we were walking out, and then all of a sudden he my, just he yeah. turns me. He's like, "It's one one." I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" My my butch my no my watch buzzed. Not my butch was. <laughs> <laughs> my butch was. Huh? huh? My butch was. Get a life. My watch but okay, that was aggressive. I don't like you. my watch buzzed, and I was like, "Yeah, it's one one. Sounds about right." Thought we had it in the bag, but I should have known better. And for the first time in a while, I'm going into this game with hope and excitement for the win. <laughs> don't, don't. Uh, that's that's just how I feel right now. I actually feel good about this game. As you should, as though. Everyone as should. It's the hope that kills you. Indeed, as it is. As once famous Ted Lasso said. But oh, uh, no, he didn't actually say that. They should do the show of Ted Lasso. That like, little sacrifice thing. What? And Everyone with, brings. With the trash oh, in the yeah. middle. <laughs> I'm telling you, Poppy just has to put up the believe sign. Maybe he already has, and that's why things have started to turn around. Fucking hope. Yeah. What is it in Spanish? Believe it. Believe it. Oh, well, we're canceled. Speaking of, is believe. it not? It's believe it. Well, is not. that's why the fuck I failed Spanish. It's so that's great. Not. But speaking of believe, we want to thank believe, and we want to thank Bet Online for sponsoring today's episode. If you like what you heard today, make sure that you Bullshit. hit that like. Subscribe button, that notification bell, and again, thank you to Bet Online for sponsoring today's episode. Check out our Instagram at OCFanTV22, or no, Twitter at OCFanTV22, Instagram at OCFanTV, TikTok at OCFanTV. If you're watching us, then you found us on YouTube. If you're listening to us, then you found us on whatever it is. Make sure you guys check out Believe's website and stay tuned for more content from us. Hey, babe.